Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow men, hoping we can make Yeah, Blog Talk Radio, and uh, the man who announced that and uh, did a lot of our original branding of the catch is my guest today. I've invited our own Gunnar Simonson back again because we had a rather uh, abbreviated time last week, and uh I think we just barely scratched the surface and decided that uh, we could talk a lot more. And uh, I asked him if he would be willing, and and he agreed. So uh, welcome again, uh, our good friend Gunnar Simonson to Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Gunnar. Hey, hey, John. How are you? Welcome. It's great to be back. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so how's it going? Uh, you know, are you guys still sheltering up there and in the Portland area or what's, uh, they're trying to open up down here slowly. Yeah, I think it's the same up here. Everybody's uh, sheltering, but you know, everybody's out. It's been nice weather and of course, Memorial day weekend, uh, here in the Pacific Northwest, we've got, you know, parks and, hikes and trails everywhere and so we we got out saturday had a nice seven mile hike and um, it felt amazing we saw we we didn't you know we saw really the same people over and over and over some of the people uh were wearing masks others weren't but everybody was really respectful of everyone's space and um and that was yeah yeah well it's going to be a it's going to be an interesting few weeks and months ahead here. Um, sure is. Well, do you think we're going to ever play baseball right. again? Well, if, uh, you know, I, I, I have to believe so. I think some of the other sports are starting <laughs> to really look at that as well. NASCAR's, NASCAR's racing in empty stadiums, and, you know, I know they're looking at football and stuff. You know, um, in, in, in Oregon, we've – you know, they've, I think they've canceled all sporting events through the end of September, which is, you know, I mean, just looking out for people's safety. I know people within the uh, sports community are bummed because we had Ohio State uh, playing the Ducks in early September in oh. Eugene. And, oh, um, you know, yeah. and, which would have been just a massive game right out of the box. But, uh, you know, oh, yeah. sports and um you know, it's like I'm always reminded of uh, the the guy that was the record driver to come pick up my car when I was in a head-on collision a couple of years ago, and he says, "Man, cars can be replaced. You know, go see the doctor. <laughs> you know, just, uh, we put things in pers- we we put things into perspective. You know, uh, during a time like this, whether we agree with what's happening or not, hopefully yeah. it's a time of reflection, and and we're able to really kind of just kind of reset a little, recalibrate a little bit." Amen. 
Oh, that's so true. So true. Gunnar, I, you know, we didn't talk at all last time about uh, what you're doing these days. And I, I think that'd be kind of important to put this in context. Uh, uh, I, I know you've done a lot with social media, a lot of consulting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also know, speaking of baseball, that you were a local announcer for a local baseball team. And I think that was the coolest thing. You're probably missing that. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, oh, uh, I, tell, I'm completely missing that. <laughs> tell us, so tell us what you're doing these days, uh, business-wise. Well, well, business-wise, you know, I, I continue to work with uh, you know different clients with uh, content creation, messaging. I I work with a, a client um, uh, back in uh, the D.C. area that's um, one of the leading advocates for uh, patients with rare diseases. Uh, I work with another client that's battling sex trafficking, and then I work with several radio stations that I'm uh, just really consulting them on messaging strategy and stuff. So working on podcasts and writing content, and that's been that's been an incredible journey for me. Met a lot of great people, uh, but I'll tell you, John, the last few years, and I alluded to it uh, just uh, last week. Mm-hmm. You know, what mm-hmm. has really come to the forefront for me is my health mm-hmm. and uh, fitness and living a healthy lifestyle. And, you know, my wife, Shelly, she um, has been a fitness nutrition professional for over 20 years now. Mm. And um, that's what she does. She's helping women get unstuck and helping them mm. with their wellness, you know, with their nutrition, their fitness, as well as uh, their mindset and their faith. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Shelly is a, uh, a cancer survivor. Cool. Um, she's you know, been a single single mom for several yeah. years. It's incredible. She, she owned this gym. She's taught kickboxing at Muhammad Ali's daughter's gym, and she's done all this crazy <laughs> stuff. And I'll tell you what, meeting her, and this is going to answer your question here in a second, but meeting her, knowing that, that I had this love and passion for fitness and health awakened yeah. me before I even met her. Now I'm kind of finding myself moving that direction where people are coming to me and saying, Gunner, you are not the same person that you've huh. always been. You're completely yeah. different. Um, what have you done? What are you doing? And in some cases, will you coach me? Hmm. And I've always been skeptical of, you know, like the health coaches yeah. and stuff out there. You know, I mean, I don't want to yeah. be this guy that, I mean, all of a sudden I've got this epiphany about my own health. Now I'm telling everybody to, to let me coach you. Um, I didn't tell a lot of people about my transformation journey of health for a long time. And I yeah. had a lot of people were looking at me for my network and boy, you've got dollar signs on your network. We've got to get you in my downline. I didn't tell about a lot of people about it because I needed it. I wanted to do something for a year for it to become lifestyle um, uh-huh. before I mm-hmm. told anybody. And now almost three years later, um, beginning the journey of just like saying, okay, this is something that God's laid on my heart. There's a story he's giving me. I want to steward it well. Maybe I can help other people. Maybe I can help other men get unstuck. Mm. Well, that sounds great. Hey, Gunnar, we have a caller. Yeah. We have a caller. Yes. This doesn't happen very often, but I did mention it in a little announcement I just sent out recently. So, um, yeah, who's who's, who's online here? Hello? Hello? I recognize someone from, I think, the Seattle area. Is that right? Oh, I lost you. They dropped. 
Okay. Oh, no. Okay, Okay, we'll try again. Well, yeah, they'll they'll try again. So um, (laughs) what you're saying is that the the whole health and wellness was a big, big part of that. How does that, how does that fit in with, with the Lord? And, you know, um, where, where his strength is in, in all of this. Um, can you put, maybe put that yeah, together I mean, for us? Yeah, I mean, I'll try. I mean, I think for me personally, I'm just speaking on my, my, my experience. Right. And, um, yeah. You know, for me, it's such a privilege. It's, a, it's such a privilege to be able to be active. I know a lot of people that can't. I've got a lot of friends that can't. I've got a lot of friends within the rare disease, chronic illness community. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, the awakening, you know, for all of those years, I was a stress eater. I, I battled weight issues. And this is not like some big weight loss in, interview. This is a journey of what I said last time, right? Mm-hmm. It was forgiveness. It was You can't outrun on the outside that which you're battling on the inside. Um, and so it was never a waistline thing. It was just, um, it was, there was a, there was no room in the end thing. And, and so to me, how it all plays out is just for me personally, it's just, I want to be a good steward of the temple. And I know that when I'm, um, active and I'm exercising, I'm feeling good about myself and I'm thinking clearly. Um, I, I just, I have the energy, I have the ability to focus better. Um, and, you know, for me, I may not be able to control the number of days I have here on planet Earth, uh, but I sure can't control how I'm going to live them. And for me, it just feels great to feel good uh, and just be a best steward I can of what God has given me uh, mm-hmm. uh, here uh, while I have this, 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 this little bit of breath that I have here between being born and when I'm dying, I go, go off and be with the Lord. So how's that sound? Mm-hmm. Did, I, did I wrap it yeah. up good? <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, Gunnar, it was something we say a lot here at The Catch. I'm actually going to be writing about this uh, some, uh, I believe, tomorrow, and today and tomorrow. But um, it's, this, it's this phrase about doing the right things for the right reasons. And uh, yeah. uh, talk to me a little bit about that and um, – uh, how how does that fit in to the changes uh, in your life lately? Doing the right things for the right reasons. You know, I mean, I think about that. What comes to mind is this conversation I've been having with self, I think, and uh-huh. God over the last few years about goals becoming, when your goals become lifestyle. You know, so often our goals are based on trying to strive to prove our worth to society. And, and, and I want goals that are in alignment with who God made me to be and just being the best that I can be while I'm here on planet Earth. Goals that bring honor and glory to the Lord, you, you know, and to do my part in that. And, and um, you know, so many goals is, is wrapped around flesh and ego and striving. I really want – I've been really convicted and holding in check with goals that – um, I want to become lifestyle because this is the lifestyle I'm being called to live and walking in that workmanship that God has for me. And so it, it, hopefully it's creating me disciplines to do the right things for the right reasons. You know, do more of what's working and do, do less of what's not. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I'm not even sure if I came close to answering that question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you did good. Uh, 
I I don't know. I I just wanted that. I wanted to see if that would open up anything for you. Um, yeah. Because uh, well, I would uh, also you, say this, John. John, let me also say this though. It also makes me think about you know we delight in the Lord and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Hmm. And, you know, and talk about doing the right things for the right reasons, you know. I mean, as we surrender more deeply to God, hopefully, you know, that's that process of sanctification and surrender, you know, I mean, we're going to just know that heart. We're going to be more in alignment with that heartbeat. We get rid of all that hurt and the pain that we've been carrying. We're going to see more clearly the identity that God made us to be when he fearfully and wonderfully made us in our mother's womb. And, and hopefully that's going to bring into alignment the right things. To do, but boy, we sure need God every single day because you know what? We can never be comfortable. Were you ever at a point, uh, Gunner, where you were maybe really worried about what was going to happen, where you're going, and and uh, were you going to ever get out of some of the difficulty you were in? Oh, I mean, I'm, just, I'm saying, how bad did it? How yeah. bad did it get? You know. <laughs> well, I mean, how bad it got is I found myself. I mean, look at every picture that I dared post of myself during the past and the season. I mean, you look at me. You look at pictures of me, and it's dead man walking. Hmm. You know, one of the most amazing compliments that I get, and I give God all the honor and glory for that these days. There's people that knew me. They knew it was never a waistline thing. They see it in my eyes. Hmm. They see someone in the past that was living a life resigned, that that was just the way life was going to be. Hmm. I, took my, 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 I took my lumps. I caused lumps. <laughs> I caused hurts. Took my hurts. And it was just resignation that that was just the way life was going to be. Oh, well. Every day was just, can I get through another day? And you would post things on social media or whatever else, and it would just be me trying to cheerlead my own soul to a brighter day. Hmm. And, and, and it was hard. And, and, you know, you just give up. Your, your self-esteem, every, but you put up a front because you've got to be strong. You're afraid of judgment. You're afraid of rejection and abandonment. You're afraid that people are going to see you as this, person that you're not, that you're hurt, you're depressed, you, yeah. you have all of this. We're so afraid of judgment. And this culture with social media, boy, it's, you know, you're off to the races, you know? I mean, there's such a judgment culture. Yeah. And it's hard for people to, um, it's hard to be able to be honest and vulnerable. And so yeah. there was many years where I just was resigned, John, and just, that's just the way, and you just put up the best front you could to try to make it look like you had it together. But mm. I look back at any of those pictures and I go, my gosh, I, I was far from having anything together. I was lost. Mm. I was lost at sea without a rudder. Mm-hmm. I had a mm-hmm. head knowledge. And here's the thing is I had a head knowledge of who God was. I could say all the right things. And even God could even use us during those times. But right. I was lost. Yeah, that's that's why I really want to uh, hear you talk a little bit more. I'd like to go into that a little bit deeper because, you know, we've known you for we've known you for a long time, and uh, yeah. and it's not like it's not like you know you you were unsaved and you suddenly got saved. You know, I mean, you've known uh, the truth for a long time, uh, 
but something was wrong and something something had to change and how does that work how does that work for a, a person who's already a believer well you know that's a great question john and 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 i have thought long and hard about that i mean quite frankly uh, you know for me when when i had you know that matthew 11 experience and, and then the head-on collision and all that stuff that led me to the place where i ended up in the er and I had the wake-up call with my health. Um, it was a few more months that I found myself, you know, at a place where I was able to finally forgive that family member that had done such hurt to me that really, I just really kind of hijacked my identity at an early age. Um, from that, I was finally able to truly begin to see God for who God is, a loving God, um, and I was able to, to begin to let God take from me all that hurt and pain um, that was just overcrowding my heart. And it, and it, and it, it, it kind of it hijacked my ability to be able to see who God made me to be on planet Earth. Mm. And it was mm. at that moment there when I was able to finally, you know, surrender and really feel like, honestly, after all these years, I really feel like that was a moment of like the truest surrender to Christ ever. I wanted to believe. I'll tell you, John, behind the scenes, I cried out to God. I was like, something's not right. How come I can never get it? But I had blind spots. I had coping mechanisms. And I had things that blocked and interfered my ability to see God for who God really is and what God was standing there with his arms wide open. Uh, uh, would you say, Gunnar, that that – you had a hard time, hard time believing that God really loved you. A hundred percent. I didn't know what love was. I didn't know. I never had self-love. I didn't know what love meant. I didn't know what love was. I mean, as a child growing up, you know, there was, you know, there was a lot of alcohol and, and things involved. And, you know, um, my, you know, the, the last words my dad ever said to me, on planet earth. He died in 2003 at the age of 72. He's 40 years older than me. The last words he said to me was the first time he's ever said, I love you too. Or I love mm. you. Wow. That's all I wanted. I wanted his approval. Wow. And, and I wanted to hear that. And I just, I've never known love and some of the hurt and the things that happened to me at an early age, psychologically, um, it, it, it put me on a path of survival and it put me on a path of just, you know, you're always trying to prepare for what's coming. You just, you have a hard time with trust, mm, you fear yeah. rejection, you fear abandonment, and you'll do anything to be um, accepted. And you would do anything to be accepted and you would do that. You could push people away living that way. You never truly love yourself. I never could look at myself in the mirror. I didn't want to. Mm. I didn't know what love meant. I didn't know what love meant until God really, until I got to a place of being willing to say, okay, God, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that place of willingness leads us to a place of surrender. And when we can surrender our heart to Christ and say, I give up, take my hurts and pains, we can begin to see God for who God is, a loving God. And we can begin to see our identity as one of how God meant us meant for us to be on planet earth that workmanship that he has for us 
Mm. But I didn't know love. I've strived for it. And I still wrestle with that from time to time. But coming out of my divorce and everything else and now being remarried, um, coming into that with a a, a self-love because Christ first loved me um, is is completely game-changer because now – you can't you can't give what you don't have. Now I have this love that I never had before, and now I can love. Mm. I can love my spouse. And I can love my kids at a whole other level. You know. Yeah. That's a game changer. Can you but talk I had a, a little bit? Forever. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Can you talk a little bit more about how maybe what what did God use in your life, or how did that how did that happen that it moved from head to your heart to where, to where you really did realize that God loved you? Um, what can, can you, I know that's a tough one to get yeah, at. Yeah, I but, mean, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of reading. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of prayers, the prayers of my daughter, um, who's 22 now in Texas, the prayers of, um, who just always, you know, with my daughter, she just always prayed. Interestingly enough, that I would that I would have a personal relationship with Christ. <laughs> it's an interesting. It's an that's an intriguing prayer to me. Interesting prayer. To yeah, me. when you were um, already a Christian, right? <laughs> you know, I believed. Here's the deal. I believed I did. How many of us though believe that we are? You know, if we get into Matthew and things like that, of like, mm-hmm. but does are we known by God? Am I just striving, striving and striving to be accepted by God? Mm. I already am. And, 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 you know, you come to, you, 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 we quote unquote come to Christ. I know there's sanctification and all that stuff, but yet nothing ever changes. doesn't mean it's going to be easier. It's going to be harder at times, obviously. But, you know, for me to have that personal relationship with Christ where I can finally, it was always, Every part of me needs every part of God. But the truth was how I was living was every part of this part of me needs every part of this part of God. Hmm. God wants all of us. Hmm. He wants all of our hearts. He wants to take up residence in all of who we are. And so that was my daughter's prayer. I know my mom was praying. And, hmm. and those are those are at the very at the very foot at the at the very the foot of the cross for me and, and the prayers that were being said, and and it was just that journey. We're just be, between that. Um, it was a pastor saying, "I want you to go spend time on Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty, and the whole you know gentle and humble at heart, and let God just speak to you, and you know stop beating yourself up, give yourself some grace, but just let God speak to you." And I started, I was reading, I was reading a lot of Richard Rohr. The book Everything oh, yeah. Belongs is powerful. Um, breathing Underwater, The Spirituality of the Twelve Steps, that was powerful. I began to learn to lean into my blind spots and not fight or flight them. That began to reveal some things in me. Uh, Victor Frankl's Man, Search for you know, Meaning and Significance. All of these books, and just God wrestling me down to the place of, ending up in the ER in August, uh, 19, 2017. Mm. And mm. it was like, as I, I surrender and, and it still took a couple months after that to fully allow God in mm. and to finally find myself at the riverbanks at Moulton Falls in Southwest Washington, 
in October, I think it was October 13th of 2017, and I said, God, I give up. I never hmm. had that kind of an experience before with my faith. Hmm. I surrendered. I'm done fighting. I'm, I'm done putting on a facade. Yeah. You've talked about, uh, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, uh, last week as well, you mentioned surrender a lot. That's, that's a word we use a lot as Christians. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, but I'm not sure we always know what it means, you know? Um, yeah. Can you, can you talk about that a little bit more? What is, what does surrender mean to you in your experience? Yeah. I mean, for me, what surrender means is that I, um, I first had to be willing to let, to take God's hand and let him walk me down this path. And that willingness to go there led me to a true place of surrender to say, God, I need you to take all of this. And I always remember the, the Robert De Niro scene from the mission, you know, if you've seen that movie, right. Have you seen that movie, John? We talked about that. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh-uh. I'll tell you what, go to YouTube. If you're listening right now, go to YouTube and type in forgiveness, joy, the mission. And it's Robert De Niro. They're, they're trying to reach these people groups, and he's carrying the burdens, this thing he's dragging behind him all the way up this hill. And I huh. won't give you a spoiler on what happens. But you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you surrender and say, I am at the end of my rope. This isn't like a faux repentance, you know, where we surrender just enough to get everybody off our back. But our, me and God, you know, encounter of saying, I'm done. I need you to take this hurt and this, this weight. I need you to mm. take it from me, God. I cannot do this anymore. You know, and wow. it's, I mean, but, but it's, I, I just, for me, it's about being willing. You know, we could want to do a lot of things, but are we willing? I could want mm. to go there with God, but am I willing to go there with God? You know, it reminds me of the, the beginning of 20, uh, that year, I believe it was. The word that I got for that year was let there be light. And we think about let there be light, and it's like, boom, this is great. I love it. The light, the light of God is everywhere. But it's like, be careful when you ask the question of let there be light, because what does light do? It exposes things. Right. Are we willing to let God, ex- whom already knows everything about us, just expose those things in our heart that we can give to him and say, God, take, you've nailed these to the cross. I don't Hmm. need to be, uh, my, I don't need to be my mind, my self-esteem no longer, my, my self-worth no longer needs to be, uh, you know, serving a life sentence because of things in the past or what have you. You've Hmm. commuted that. Show me those things, which led to me feeling resigned. And um, I know I'm, I'm bouncing around a little bit, but I just, I think about surrender. I think about being willing. Yeah. Being willing. And, and it sounds also like a, a kind of giving up. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. W- would you say that? A, a total giving up? Absolutely. Yeah. Giving up to um, putting like this. 
facade. Yeah. This this facade of being someone that you were never meant to be on planet Earth. Hmm. And 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 giving up and just saying, God, you know, you you know you have a plan for me, you know, and and I and I surrender to your plan and 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 it was a giving up, you know. Um for me, you know, I, I strive. I mean, I struggle with striving. I strive hmm. to prove my worth because I have a fear of rejection and a fear of abandonment. Man, yeah. striving. You know, we've got to, you know, um, we've got to stop striving and we've got to start letting the potter have his way with us. <laughs> you know, and, well, and, and I will say this, there is a quote by, Henry Drummond, you know, from the 1800s, you know, he's a biologist, an evangelist, and he said, the change we have been striving after is not to be produced by any more striving. It is to be wrought upon us by the molding of hands beyond our own. Hmm. Well. uh, And I had to just come to a place of surrender, of stop striving and start surrendering. Well. That's and that's great. Life yeah. has completely changed for me since then, John. Yeah. Life um, has everything about my life is different. I mean, it's like picking up a snow globe, shaking it like crazy, and then putting it back down, and the snow is still swirling about. <laughs> I mean, life has changed. Um, you know, I set goals and 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 I'm focused. And God is still working on my heart. He's still healing me. He's still, you know, renewing me as, as so much as that I'm willing each day to surrender to his way. Well. And not to beat myself up for when I don't. Yeah. Own my stuff. Be humble. Say my serenity prayer. Hmm. Get back up. Fantastic. Gunnar? Uh yeah. Time's up, boy. It goes fast. Goes. <laughs> I was going to say, what else you got, man? Where else do you want to go? <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here, man. Wherever, where else you got? We're not, you know, I mean, this is this is the journey, and you know, I I um, I will say this before we head out. I mean, all things are indeed possible. I never knew. I mean, it's so cliche to say that. What I've learned is the power of just. I'm still learning it. We have so much pride. You know, one of my biggest sins, John, is this pride to not be able to admit that I have needs. Mm. You know, boy, yeah, you talk about relationships. <laughs> yeah. You know, you talk about relationships. By the time most of us begin to communicate our needs, we're already operating out of a deficit. <laughs> you know, and, and, and um, that's something that I just am thankful for a, a new beginning and a second chance with um, with Shelly, my my beautiful wife, that we mm-hmm. daily are always checking in and saying, hey, is there a need today that I can help meet or something I can support you on? Mm-hmm. Being proactive. And, you know, when we can operate out of a heart that's not overwhelmed with hurt, pain, shame, regret, guilt, and everything from the past that the enemy has tried to steal, kill, and destroy you on, Wow. We can begin wow. to, to live and travel lightly and mm-hmm. begin to be a lot more alert and aware 
to what God wants for us in our relationships and, and who we think we are when we look at ourselves in the mirror and really the kingdom of God and what God has for us. Mm. Be humble, own your stuff, say your serenity prayer, mm. and love your neighbor. And, <laughs> and be loved by God. Give up. Give up trying to to yeah. be acceptable striving. And, yeah. and striving and accept accept his love um for you unconditionally. Um Amen. Yeah. Amen. So good. That's so good. Well Gunnar, thank mm-hmm. you again yeah. for joining us. And uh keep my pleasure. Keep praying with us. We want to we want this to grow mm-hmm. and we want to get more people involved and and um so uh thank you Amen. so wow. much to help us get started and and uh, I don't think we're done with you yet. So um No well God's not done yet <laughs> until you know, until he calls us home and then we're just beginning, right? But sky is yeah. no longer the limit. And I would say this to the audience, you know, and I've got a couple of emails, there's one that you sent my way and I'm happy to answer questions and respond offline and stuff. So if you have any questions for me okay. or anything for my journey, you know, send John a, uh, an email or go. what have you, and he'll make sure he sends it to me. I'm happy to correspond with anyone and talk and share about lessons I've learned and things that I've learned from my mistakes. And um, because that's where growth is, is that how we can just be, just be humble, own your stuff, say your serenity prayer and love, and just know that you're worth it because God is a God of love, mm. period. End of story. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Don't live with that. Okay. Gunnar, thank you so much. And Amen, uh, thanks for the invitation. I, um, okay. Take care, my friend. All right. Blessings Bye. to you and Marty and the community. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Well, there you go. Man, uh, give up. Surrender. Accept. God's love and square one that's where it all starts over again and we find out um, who we are in that process and uh, ooh, um, and then all those other things like uh, you know Gunner was able to lose a lot of weight and change a lot of that changed but I don't I don't think that was the cause I think that was the result um, it sounds to me like um, the result of surrendering and of believing and giving his life um, to the Lord, giving up, uh, striving and allowing God to begin to work in his life and make make the changes himself. So that's great. And I love it that Gunnar has invited anyone to uh, – to write me so um if you get the catch you just reply to the catch and it'll come to me uh john dot fisher at mac and uh i'll be happy to pass it on to gunner and he's already volunteered to uh to uh, take any questions and comments and so uh take him up on it god bless you uh look forward to, to next week we'll have another great chance don't miss it. Don't give up. Well, do give up. <laughs> give up yourself, but don't give up believers. 
<laughs> okay. God bless everybody. Hang in there. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.